This is the Mosaic Church Podcast. Mosaic Church is committed to making disciples that discover Christ, connect in Christian community, and serve others and the world. Heavenly Father, we say thank you for the opportunity to share the gospel. Lord, I pray for each person that's listening uh, via live stream, I pray, God, that you would bless them and encourage them, and Lord, that they would sense your presence, uh, even sitting alone in their home or in their living room. I pray, God, that you would uh, meet them in a powerful way. Lord, we say thank you for this opportunity, and Lord, we just say uh, help us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, back in 2018, we did a whole sermon series on the book of Philippians, and I remember um, Philippians chapter 4, vividly when we shared this, and I thought, wow, that would really go well this week, considering the situation that we're going in in our city, in our state, in our country, in the world. So I pray that what the Lord was teaching us back in 2018, he will remind us again today in 2020, March 29th. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Philippians chapter 4. And we're going to go straight to verse 10. And so Paul is in prison, and he's writing a letter to this church in Philippi. And so it says in verse 10, I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you have renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you have been concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. And so he's writing them saying, thank you. Thank you for being concerned for someone. And that's a challenge for us is that I pray that, that the church, Mosaic Church specifically, because I want to speak to you and to me, we're part of this church, and that we would be concerned for people. Talking to your neighbor, talking to your, your aunt, your elderly mom or whoever, uh, the neighbor across the street that lives alone, the widow, the widower, uh, that we would have that same kind of attitude that the church had towards Paul, that we would be concerned. And so P- Paul, the apostle Paul acknowledges it. Let's read on. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content. And if you have your Bibles and you have a pen or a highlighter, I would highlight that line. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. Here's a famous verse here. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And Paul is thanking them for the gift, uh, letting them know that he cares for them. And he's, and he's one thing that I love, he's, he's saying, I am being committed. I'm trying to be content. I'm committed in being content. That's a challenge for us here in America. That's a challenge for us here in Tallahassee. And that's a challenge for us here in Mosaic Church. Again, the Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, why do we like this verse? And I want to challenge us. That it's a verse that you probably have seen on uh, car bumper stickers, uh, coffee mugs, keychains, T-shirts. You've seen this verse everywhere. Very similar to what we talked about last week in Psalms 23. It's a famous verse. Everybody loves it. 
But there's something deeper than what we uh, read on the surface. So uh, I believe it's this kind of this little attitude or um, philosophy or theology, what I would like to call name and claim it. That used to be kind of a popular phrase in the 80s. If we can name it, we can claim it. And so uh, that's why I think a lot of people like this verse. You know, people use it to pump themselves up, to, to bench press 80, I mean 180, uh, 280 pounds. Uh, so you just say the, uh, that verse and man, you, could just, you can just do it. Um, you can do anything that you put your mind to with Christ on your side. He'll be there to push you forward over that finish line. And so that's kind of what's been sold to us too many years and it's, it's not right. Uh, so you can almost do anything you want and claim the name of Jesus, and boy, he can give you the strength to do it. For most people, it's like saying, I can, if I can believe it and claim it, uh, it, it'll be mine. And so sometimes you'll hear ministers, and, and I don't know, maybe you'll read an article and it says, like, if you can uh, name it and you can overcome that obstacle, uh, you can overcome that mountain, or you can have the destiny that you designed and desire, you could do it through Christ who strengthens you. You want that job? Claim it, and it's yours. You want that soulmate? Claim it, and yours, and it's yours. You want that position? Claim it, and it's yours. And the sad thing about that kind of mindset, it has nothing to do with what Paul was saying to the church. And it's nothing to do with Paul, through the Holy Spirit, is uh, saying to us, not even close. What this verse is saying to us and to me is that we can find strength in Christ. We can find contentment in Christ independent of our circumstances, especially when those circumstances include suffering and hardship. Many of us in our communities, many of our workers are suffering right now, and I believe that God can help you in spite of your circumstances. Despite of your circumstances, he can give us that strength. So this verse is not about the ability to succeed or to gain great accomplishments or to break through barriers or to finish a race or to win a game. You know, that's just a very elementary, naive, or just a really sad way of thinking about this verse. What is Philippians 4.13 really about? Well, it's typically what's really about. It's usually the opposite of what we thought. Paul is, has accepted his situation. He's in prison, he's in chains, and he is content, or he's trying to find contentment through the power of Christ. So in spite of his circumstances, he is going to find purpose and contentment through Christ. He has strength to endure his situation, content despite of his situation. So what's the secret? We talked about that, and I asked you to highlight that. So it says here in 4.13, about the secret, when faced with difficulties of life, he can endure anything through Christ who gives him strength. And you remember the challenge we had last week. Can you endure, keep focus on Christ, our good shepherd, even in the good times? And that's a challenge, that's hard, because we tend to forget. So he talks about whether I was well-fed or I'm hungry, whether he was rich or poor, 
whether he was free or in chains, Paul never lost focus on who he was and who Christ is. And that's the challenge for us. In spite of the circumstances we're going through, the economic downturn, the collapse of our, our, the stock market, uh, you know, people getting sick, it's all sorts of really sad and horrible things going on across the globe. And the challenge for us, can we do all things through Christ who strengthens us? It's our relationship that, with Christ that transcends these events in the world. It's our relationship. Where is our relationship with Jesus during this crisis? How our relationship, or how our relationship is developing during this crisis is really important. More important than what's going around us. I have friends who are constantly telling me that, um, you know, they're telling me all the latest news, like every hour on the hour. But I think something more important than knowing what's going on uh, every hour on the hour is where are we in our relationship with Christ in this circumstance? As life unfolds, who are we becoming? As uh, events unfold, who are we? Where is our heart with Christ during the circumstances? Now, typically, we look at life and we, we measure it by material gain, especially here in, in the West, especially here in America. Maybe, maybe you struggle with that. I know sometimes I do. You know, it's, so I measure my life based on material gain or, or physical health or relational uh, health and joy. How about, you know, moving up the ladder at your work? And, and that's how we determine how we are doing in our journey with Jesus or personal fulfillment. I would like to challenge you and I'd like to challenge myself because I'm in this just like you are. Pastors are not exempt from uh, feeling stress or anxiety or fear or, or just you, you just get anxious about what's going on. So the challenge is for me as well. So here's what I think. During our circumstances that we find ourselves in, with everything collapsing around us, we should measure our, our life. How is our character being developed? How is our soul being formed by God's word through the Holy Spirit? Are, are, am I investing in God's kingdom, even though it might cost me something? Fear will keep us shrunken in. Faith and love will cause us to step out and do things, even though they might cost us something. Now, there might even be times that God might even call us to, to be persecuted or suffer. But I believe Christ can give us the power to do that. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me even in times of deprivation and hardship. So much of the world is going through. And I believe they're going to be looking to believers, true followers of Jesus. Will we be that person who is empowered by the power of Christ? So that's our challenge. Now, I shared this two years ago, and I think it's incredibly interesting. It's called the adversity principle. So basically, these biologists discovered that uh, habitual, ongoing well-being is not good for species. So think of that, um, that bear 
at the zoo or that, that lion at the zoo. I remember we would take the kids to Wild Adventures and, um, and we'd go look at the lions just fat as can be. They don't, they don't run anywhere. They don't, they don't really uh, exercise or anything. They just sit there. And that's not good. It's not healthy. And, and so whatever, whatever the reason this all thing happened, I believe God is going to uh, get us to, to exercise our faith and, and our exercise our, our, our walk with Jesus. And so, so you have these flabby animals at the zoo, and they don't do very well. They're not very healthy. Sometimes you'll find these trees in the rainforest that have easy resources to water, and so the roots aren't very deep. But then you have some other trees that are in, in very um, desertly type um, topography and they, and they just have to dig deep their roots to get the water. And I believe that's what God is calling us to do is dig down deep through Christ who strengthens us. Now, uh, typically those trees that have very deep roots when the storm comes, uh, they're the ones that uh, stay uh, up. My tree, in my house, I have some big trees. I have a lot of pine trees, and you could hear them falling down to the last hurricane. But I have some big oak trees that, man, it didn't even look like it budged. And that's what, uh, that's what God is calling us to. I can do all things. No matter the storm of life, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Uh, when hurricane winds come, those winds blow against the trees, and the ones that have big roots... Uh, will stay up, and those who have shallow roots are going to fly over. So I pray that God will strengthen us, that the, the flame that's living in our hearts, when the wind comes, the flame of Christ will build up, very much like a bonfire. I pray that none of us are like a candle when the wind gets pretty windy outside, that we're not going to flicker and just blow out. And so we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, through the power of Christ, no matter our circumstances. So maybe the circumstances are blowing against us, and I pray that it'll fan the flame of Christ in our hearts. It'll make us stronger. It'll make us dig down even further into the wellspring of Christ. So as I finish up here, I want to challenge you, and I want to challenge myself. Will life develop you, or will it define you? And I pray that our circumstances will not define us. That through the power of Christ, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That is our definition. That is how we grow in Christ. So as I wrap it up here, Mosaic Church, I pray that you are challenged. I pray the Holy Spirit is, is speaking to you that uh, that whatever you might be feeling, and I felt all sorts of things the last couple of weeks. I felt uh, scared. I felt um, nervous. I'm wondering if, if I'm going to get sick or people around me are going to get sick and, and how is it going to affect financially. And, you know, all those things have kind of swirled in my head as well. And I, so I pray, uh, I ask the Lord, Lord, I pray that I'll, I'll, I will line up my life to your word I pray that my character begins to develop during this storm. I pray that my soul will grow in spite of the storm. I pray that my focus will stay on you because I pray that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and you. So I'm going to pray a blessing over each family. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, 
I pray, Lord, for each family of our Mosaic family and those who are watching outside the Mosaic family, I pray for you as well. Lord, that I pray, God, that we would not lose focus, that we would not allow the circumstances to define us, but Lord, that we would uh, keep our focus on you and recognize that our strength comes from you. It's not by clenching our fists or gritting our teeth or tightening our belts, but Lord, it is trusting you that you, Lord, fulfill our lives, give us purpose and destiny for our life. And no matter what the circumstances are, we can do it through the power of Christ. So I say thank you in the name of Jesus. I pray a blessing on each family. And Lord, that you would empower us through the Holy Spirit to be focused, to grow in you in spite of our circumstances. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. We want to thank you for listening. We pray that you were blessed and encouraged. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to this podcast and listen whenever you like. To find out more about Mosaic Church, please visit www.mosaicchurch.com. Tlh.com.